Hey guys, welcome back to the Coffee No Cream Podcast. Welcome back to season two of the Coffee No Cream Podcast. I am your host, Naima. And as always, I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, As you guys always know, I like to focus on topics or things that are centered around the self and the individual and making sure that we are always good in all ways. So I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine who will be joining me. Her name is Andrea, and we wanted to talk about self-preservation. During that conversation, she kind of expressed to me how it has kind of been one of the most highlighting things for her to do in her life at the moment because it's made her make shifts in areas that she may not have if she didn't choose to engage in the act of self-preservation. Now, me... I had been doing I had been doing a lot of these things um without knowing it when I did my research uh, a little bit more detailed I began to notice like oh I've been doing these things already anyway so I wanted to share this episode with you guys some of you may already be practicing the art of self-preservation and some of you may not even know what it is so I invite you guys to tune in and check it out and give your feedback as always Now, getting back to the introduction, thank you guys again for joining me and tuning in. If this is your very first episode, I want to welcome you and encourage you to check out my other episodes from not only this season, but season one. There was a lot of helpful things on there and I think a lot of takeaways. Um, And my return listeners, welcome back. As always, if you're not following me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at PardonMyChic. P-A-R-D-O-N dot M-Y dot C-H-I-C chic. You can email me, you can DM me, um, and most importantly, you can just try to enjoy this episode. So let's get right to it. So Andrea, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining me on the Coffee No Cream podcast. I'm happy to have you here. Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited and I am nervous, but thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've been trying, we've been trying to get this episode lined up for a while. So I finally got you here and I think you're right on time because the topic that we're talking about um, is kind of important, you know, with everybody kind of tapping into their mental health and their mental space and capacity and figuring out what works for them at this point in time in life, I think this is the perfect topic. So you brought this topic to me and you wanted to discuss self-preservation. Now, you know me, I like to do my research, but I still don't feel like I know enough. Um, So you'll kind of lead me and, you know, we'll just bounce off each other and we'll leave something that people can work with. So I did like a little search for the definition and it says that self-preservation is the instinct to act in your own best interest to protect yourself and ensure your survival. So now while this is not an episode where I want to discuss survival tactics, Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to put emphasis on how it talks about ensuring your own best interest. You know what I mean? So that's important. So I guess the thing to highlight is when people think about self-preservation is what's in the best interest of your well-being. You know, and I feel like when it comes to taking care of ourselves or our well-being, people are modest in that area. 
and they'll put more time into making sure other people are good before yes. they tend to themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's challenging to focus on ourselves. I don't know if we think it's too selfish, mm-hmm. you know, but I just kind of have been trying to encourage people to tend to themselves first because there's exactly. a lot going on. Exactly. So, okay. Um, how would you define, because I know you said that you had recently discovered um a label for everything that you've had kind of been trying to implement in your life. So what would you define as self-preservation for yourself? Um, Self-preservation for myself, uh, honestly, is more reactive Mm -hmm. uh, than I would like for it to be. Right. um, Simply because it just comes when I feel like my back is against the wall with certain situations Mm -hmm. that has taken too much out of me. (laughs) And I feel I should not give it more simply because... Mm -hmm. It's taking too much. It's exhausting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I see my peers and people I really care about going through things, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I had to look in the mirror and ask myself, why am I yeah. doing this? What are you getting from this? And I think mm-hmm. that's where the selfish aspect comes to mind for people. Because it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be doing things to get something back in right. return. Yeah. And we're not generally. And yeah. I feel as though I don't have that relationship with everybody yeah. at all, mm-hmm. you know? So those areas where I have the one-sided, mm-hmm. the energy taking, yeah, that has to be addressed. Okay, and I felt like you know, that's where it came to mind. Like, oh, this is self-preservation because, like you said, it's an instinct. It's right. something in us. Mm-hmm. We feel that, and yeah. oftentimes we go against we our it. better mm-hmm. judgment for someone else. Why yeah. are we put placing? the love we have for them above the love mm-hmm. we have for ourselves. Right. You know? So That's true. I feel like to an extent everybody people pleases. Yes. So it's more so like if I make sure you're good, it doesn't make me feel like a shitty person or seem like a shitty person because I'm tending to you first. Exactly. But it's kinda like I don't know. So what do you think what do you think kind of was your triggering thing if you're willing to say that made you feel like, okay, you know what, I gotta realign how I'm preserving myself. Yes. Um, so it was a, a situation regarding a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, a family member I've, I've discussed with you throughout right. the years yeah. my uh, relationship with. Right. And um, it just came from a, a friend's, you know, it felt like judgment from a friend mm-hmm. to step in and help this family member. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, well, I don't know how to help right. this family mm-hmm. member. Uh, help is best asked from from the person that right, needs absolutely. it because you know better what you need mm-hmm. than anyone else I would yeah. believe or you can have a better idea of how to you know right. get, grasp it mm-hmm. so for me it just it, it left me feeling like a shitty person it left yeah. me feeling like I don't want to go back to the people pleasing mm-hmm. I don't want to do that right. but damn am I being selfish right mm-hmm. so I and I and I literally was thinking about it all day at work <laughs> and I googled because mm-hmm. it just popped in my mind I was like self-preservation right let me look that up mm-hmm. and I was like this, this, this is what I've been saying <laughs> all these years this is exactly what mm-hmm. I've been saying to you know the, like I, I told you before like I always felt like maybe I'm different than other people that right. I was speaking to mm-hmm. they have a lot more on their plate and that's always been like my problems like I always feel like I don't do enough right. for myself mm-hmm. or I don't have a vision more so to do enough or mm-hmm. if I am online with something it's like I still have time to do this right. but it's like I had tunnel vision yeah, and it kind of broke me down and it, and it also made me realize especially now in my life the importance of self care yeah. and like really being there for myself mm-hmm. not just and mentally present. but physically yeah. exactly so um, 
those were that was like the defining moment for me right where i was just like all right no and it mm-hmm. made me further stick to my guns on that yeah. subject i said no mm-hmm. i don't know what to tell you but i'm not getting involved and yeah. that's just it you know? um did you feel like you had let this person down or did was it kind of like rewarding to finally say no because a big part of self-preservation is saying no um so another part of it <laughs> that i realized uh-huh is the fact that you sometimes have to constantly reinforce that right. boundary you set. Mm-hmm. It's not. I didn't. I didn't feel good because I didn't. I couldn't just leave it alone like I thought I would. Like, right. oh, mm-hmm. I, I said what I said. Yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes you have to kind of reinforce it. I mm-hmm. realize because some relationships I don't want to let go of. Right. And mm-hmm. just because you keep bringing up something that you're passionate about because you really love this person yeah. and you just don't know what to do and you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, here you are, you're reliable, you're dependable, and I know you you, you come through. Yeah. For me, you come through for everybody. You have to come through for, for this situation. It's yeah. like, I can't and I don't have to do nothing. You don't owe that to anyone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that I don't owe anybody anything, mm-hmm. you know, because even with me, I wouldn't want anyone to go above and beyond to do something for me when I keep not, you know, mm-hmm. rising to the occasion. Like yeah. every time you stuck out your neck and helped me mm-hmm. and I didn't do anything with yeah. it, I would be ashamed. Yeah. You know? But you know what? I will say, like, it's two things that came to mind. Sometimes people don't know how to correct it, yeah. but at the same time, that's still not your problem because exactly. it's only but so much that you can want for a person that they have to want for themselves. Exactly. And then another thing too, I think sometimes people put too much weight in the word family. We're yes. human beings first and foremost. So if my friends can't get this past as my family, why do you think that you can? But families will be the first to abuse your boundaries yes. or pay little to no attention to any boundaries that should exist you know what i'm saying so it's like um you got to protect yourself from family sometimes too sometimes more than your friends yes you know what i mean so it's just like uh sometimes you gotta like i told you in our text message sometimes you gotta love people from a distance definitely because loving them up closely can be a little toxic very or very draining exactly Um, and it sucks to love someone more than they seem to love themselves And it doesn't matter why they don't love themselves or what got them to that point. It's just the fact that you're being affected by something that they seem to be breezing by. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, Okay, so I tried to jot down, based off of my research, some benefits of self-preservation, and then I want to hear yours. Um, So I put that you tend to yourself. uh, You protect your mental state, which I can appreciate. Um, You're able to excel in areas of success. You learn how to be selfless. You learn how to set boundaries, which I have has become my thing. Like protect your peace, set boundaries. I put you tap into better versions of yourself and you make sure your cup is full before you pour into the cup of others. Um, I also put that you're better able to allow some form of balance in your life and it kind of positively impacts your mental, spiritual and physical health. So how have you benefit, benefited from it? Um, I would say... Mm-hmm. It's made me more mindful, mm-hmm. more present, more appreciative, uh, grateful. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's been a a good thing for me. Right. But we have those days because mm-hmm. healing is yeah. so ugly. <laughs> it's a, it's a roller coaster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I have those days. Um, 
where it just doesn't feel like I'm progressing, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it's an uphill battle, but I feel like it's definitely been great. Like, right. I feel happier. Like, mm -hmm. for the most part, I feel like my days are more happy mm -hmm. than they are any other you feel emotion. Lighter. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's an obvious choice. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a choice. Right. You have to literally. Mm -hmm. You have to choose that. You mm -hmm. you have to want that for yourself. Um, because if you don't, then you're gonna just continue the cycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like the scariest thing is to continue the same, like to not change or right. evolve. Mm -hmm. But expect different results. You know what I mean? I think we all do it. Exactly. Like I know for me. Um, well, I guess I, the question I would ask you first before I jump into me is like, have you been able to notice the changes since you've kind of started putting this into practice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I um, I want. I guess the most re the re the event I was just telling you about was what was like the defining moment. But mm -hmm. I was already practicing this for like a, a while with right. a few people, and mm -hmm. it didn't feel good at first. Right. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was going against my natural you know, self, like right. who I'm supposed to be, which is like, I feel like I'm supposed to be a support to, like mm -hmm. to the world. Honestly, I feel like every job or every career choice that I want to do is always mm -hmm. like a supportive role in right. helping people heal and grow. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. But, um, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> um, I just, you know, like I said, yeah. any, any moment, I know it's fine. It happens. Cause mm -hmm. you're like, for me, my mind is constantly like, I'm answering something, but I'm thinking about like another answer or exactly. something else to put on top of it. So I think what I actually was like, what, how have you put it in place oh. or have you benefited from it? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's <laughs> what I was saying. I was like, the defining moment was like the really like comparison, mm -hmm. but I was definitely implementing it from a while with mm -hmm. this other relationships where I felt like it was a one sided yeah. and an energy pull. And um, it's, I feel like, you know, the true nature of the relationship is mm -hmm. what it was. And it right. revealed itself once I stopped trying mm -hmm. so hard to mm -hmm. show you, like, look, you could, I'm here. You can mm -hmm. depend on me. Yeah. You know, I'm... I'm people can take advantage of and that. And that's what happened. Mm -hmm. That is what happened. That's why I was saying self-preservation for me is very reactive. Yeah. Because I wasn't setting those boundaries. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what boundaries was because I felt like I don't ask you for anything. Mm -hmm. But when I do... Right. Trust me, you should come through for me because you, you to always run me. to me. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I kept getting, having moments where mm -hmm. it would happen. It was like, no, that's not going to happen. Right. And that was the part for me. That was the very important part for me simply because if I'm putting my resources into you mm -hmm. and I know for a fact you ain't going to put it into me, then I'm that sucks, dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as much like when you talk, like pouring from your cup when into it's full. Into someone else's, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's like, even if I ever have a full cup, yeah. I'm still not going to pour into certain things yeah. because it's going to just empty me. It's right. not And people will drain you. Exactly. And people will keep allowing you to pour. And they'll try to get your last drop. And their exactly. cup is full and they just want to see what they can keep getting out of you. And it sucks. And I feel like everything is about balance. Yes. You know what I mean? And I don't think people realize that maybe you can't do exactly for me what I do for you. But what can you do? Exactly. And have you tried to exercise that to see if you can give back to me in the ways that I've provided things for you? And it may not cost you anything other than just being a support system. Exactly. Or just being present. Or showing up for me, like you said. Like, I've showed up for you. Exactly. So, it's, it's inter interesting. Like, I know, for me, 
when I'm practicing something, I don't realize that I've made progress until I'm in the middle of something and mm -hmm. it just clicks. Yeah. And then I'm able to see my growth. When I'm just trying to practice it, I, I'm very hard on myself mm -hmm. because it's more it's like you got to do this, you got to get it done. And I never realized that I'm making strides until I'm like in the middle of something and in the thick of it and it's going down and I'm like, oh, you know, like, okay, I've made some progress in this area. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But I want to put you on the spot. It's off topic of <laughs> self-preservation, but it's something that you said, because okay. um, it makes me think about myself. You said that you feel like you're supposed to help people mm -hmm. and heal people. So I want to ask you, what do you think your purpose in life is? Now, let me say this. <laughs> yeah, it's right okay. on the spot. Your purpose is not, in my opinion, it's not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. It's not what you dream about doing. It may not be glamorous, but it's what you were put here to do. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes what you want to do and what you were put here to do can coexist, but you got to discover that they might not be the same thing. So <laughs> I definitely put you on the spot. And, you know, <laughs> this could be your answer today. and You might have a different answer tomorrow. But what is your what do you think your purpose is? Um... I mean, I really like I said, I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm here to heal, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like there's one specific way I'm right. supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. That's one thing for certain. Um, but then, like, since you put it that way, <laughs> I wonder, I really do wonder mm -hmm. because the things that I want to do right. or I say that I want to do mm -hmm. or I'll even start to do. <laughs> I. I don't know. I'm just always so like, so like, am I going in the right direction? Right. I'm mm -hmm. really big on not wasting time mm -hmm. going in the wrong direction. Right. But I'm also very big on learning yourself right. as you're going on any mm -hmm. path. I'm, I like always say it's not the destination. It's about the lessons that's in between. Right. Absolutely. So it's for me, like, that's a really hard question. I know. I told I you I was going to put you on the spot. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't mm -hmm. feel like there's anything that really like really constantly pulls me like mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I feel like if I really was serious about those areas where I yeah. feel like I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. I would be going full steam ahead right. there would be no doubt in my mind mm -hmm. but I doubt everything yeah. so it's just like mm -hmm. I always feel like the safe answer is like help people but specifically yeah. heal people right. and I feel like is that crazy to you feel never know that how, way. Like, for someone their healing might be just listening to you talk mm -hmm. for someone else their healing might be just having you listen you know for someone else the healing might just be you spending time with them so i think it's very fair and honest to say it might be a different thing depending on the person so it's just like even like how you mentioned time this is so off topic but whatever <laughs> like how you mentioned time i think sometimes we get so wrapped up in time that it's like i'm making sure that i'm not wasting my time by pursuing this one thing and it might not be the thing but by making sure i'm not wasting my time time has already been wasted yes so it's complicated it's funny um, <laughs> um really quickly because i was no, reading something it's about fine. so like about procrastination being mm -hmm. like kind of like in the same group with um self-sabotage right mm -hmm. and like because you you're like this perfectionist yeah that's thing. me all the way even you know nothing's perfect exactly and mm -hmm. you know that mm -hmm. but you still you find your most perfect exactly yeah. but you find it'll never it's be so crazy yeah because once i like a lot of things that i think so hard about once i just do it i'm mm -hmm. like 
what the fuck? Yeah. Why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. It's just like that. I'm just gonna wait till my back is against the wall and do it. But right. reading up, like reading up on that, I was just like, what if it really is that way? But I don't feel like I have any grand yeah. dreams to mm-hmm. feel that way about. Yeah. So it's like, why? Am I, I feel like sometimes you don't discover that it's your thing until you're in the midst of it. Like for me, I used to feel like. Okay, I want to do makeup. I want to do event planning. I want to do acting. You did. I want to do <laughs> this. Did that. And it's like I tried all these things, and I used to be like, "But God, how can I do all these things?" And it's really like I had to feel like either I focus on one thing, mm-hmm. and it makes room for all the other things, yeah. or I can focus on all these things, and something is lacking. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's hard to hone in on one thing and figure out what thing that's going to be to set you in record on track for everything else. Yeah. So it's easier said than done. Um, but I also believe that I had to give myself room or I don't know if that's compassion but that flexibility to say like at this stage in my life this is what I want to do and I had to come to that realization that it might not be what I want to do forever you know what I mean this is just this stage of my life the next stage of my life will require something very different from me exactly. and be able to be like just go with the flow so mm. Wow, <laughs> now I should put you on the spot. What you feel your purpose is? Um, my purpose is definitely life coaching, and I hate it. I was um. definitely <laughs> going to ask you about that because you mentioned everything you did. Now, remember the life coach, and I wanted mm-hmm. to know how you felt about being a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my, it's my calling, but it's not my, it wasn't in my, my it wasn't on my vision board. Um, everything that I wanted to do was very glamorous. So like makeup, event planning, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I kept, my friend, few people kept saying like, you're supposed to be a life coach. And I was like, no, I'm not. And it's like, you don't listen to your friends like you should because they know the parts of you that you may not even acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, I think we're our own worst critics. Definitely. So your friends are able to critique you, but still find good things within you that you may not notice in yourself. And then I met a stranger at the bus stop. And she was like, that's a damn shame. And she was like, you should be a life coach. And I was like, all right, God, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I just started doing it without realizing it. And I was like, you know what, maybe this is it. Mm -hmm. And there is a way to make room for this and still be able to do other things. So I think that that's my purpose. To heal people, to break cycles. um, After I finish breaking my own or maybe in the process. Exactly. Um, And, you know, to make sure that someone doesn't have to I wouldn't say mistakes because I don't think any of this is by mistake or chance, but more so just avoid certain heartaches or, you know, just things that I went through. You know what I mean? Like if you can be the reason that someone doesn't have to suffer or do more work than what is required, then that's important. You know what I mean? So I think that's my purpose. Now, my dream is completely different, but my purpose somehow will make room for my dreams. I don't know. We'll see. So I don't know. know. We shall see. But um, okay. So getting back to self-preservation, um, so what do you think if you had to say, I know you said like, it's just like a, a knowing. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but what has changed in your life since you started like really full speed ahead engaging in this? Have you noticed that people have fallen off or people react to you differently? Has there been a shift in any way? Um, I... I wouldn't say really mm-hmm. it's been a shift um, because, like I said, there were areas where I started implementing it before I felt like I had to implement it more aggressively. Right. And um, like I said, I, the changes I saw in those relationships weren't like changes that was just expected. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we see what happens when we remove this factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, honestly... 
so yes, there's levels to self-preservation, I feel as though, um, just from me implementing it. Uh, I have, you know, so bad, because I want to be a psychologist, I want to be a counselor one mm -hmm. day. But I have times where I just, there's some things I feel like I... Why am I talking to you about this? Right. Like, why am mm -hmm. I... I know the, your personality, which is a bad way to feel about people, but mm -hmm. I know your personality, and I know, like, if I come to you with this emotion shit, you're not going to care, you're not going right. to hear it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sometimes when those boundaries are set, they're not often set by, you know, telling this person, hey, you can't do this, yeah. you can't... Mm -hmm. Like, I have to set that within myself. It's a boundary right. that I know that I have against, against yeah. you mm -hmm. and me, you know what I mean? So it's like, some... People I didn't bother to have the conversation with, and I like saw how the relationship went. Then I have you know my close friends where right. it's like I'm. An, I feel like I annoy people <laughs> because I always like I, I feel like you're not supposed to stay the same. I feel like you're supposed to evolve, yeah, and I get frustrated. Really push mm -hmm. myself to do that. And one thing I feel like I try to be honest and transparent with the people that I can talk to. Mm -hmm. So I have one friend, <laughs> and I told her, you know. There's like certain topics I don't speak to her about mm -hmm. because I've never really spoken to her about right. it because just how our conversations go, right. it really just doesn't seem like there's room for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't want to emphasize on it. I just mm -hmm. kind of wanted to drop it and leave it there. Yeah. Then she sent me a voice note like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, can you please explain to me what mm -hmm. you mean, where you're coming from? And I did. And I felt like, you know. I didn't want you to feel bad right. about this. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, knew in my mind, I can't talk to you about this. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to you about this, right. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to tell you so you can feel bad because, like, the whole self-preservation, me telling my friends, this is one of my friends I really was preaching. This is the choir. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want you to take on Mm -hmm. me and th that. Right. That's not important mm -hmm. because she takes, I feel like she takes on a lot. And she's the reason I'm always like, you're not being selfish. I know you feel like you have it all together. You're supposed to have it all together. You're supposed to be everything. Ter no, be the strong person. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No. And I've seen her for years. And it's like, I don't want my friends, my strong friends mm -hmm. taking me on. Because I feel yeah. like I'm a strong friend. You get depleted. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, don't worry about me. Don't worry about certain mm -hmm. aspects of our relationship. But if it bothers you, I can't take that away from you. I can't yeah. tell you don't worry about it. So, like, you know, we addressed it. Mm-hmm. And we moved past it. Yeah. Do I talk to her about that particular topic? No. no but I it's feel just like, like you learn your friends. You yes. know who you can go to or what. And it does. it's not to discredit the other ones. Exactly. But it's just like, I feel more comfortable talking about this friend about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just, sometimes it's the, the mental capacity, too. And it's like, no shade to that person. But I know that you're not within the range of what I need to have this conversation with me. So, ah. Uh, girl um oh it's weird i hate yeah so it's weird but um even like how you mentioned the whole psychology thing and saying like you know sometimes the way people think um that's not a bad thing because it's like a relationship and in the same way that you know that a person that you may date is not a good fit for you it will be the same with a client like you can't help everybody you yes. know what i'm saying so it's like someone will come to you thinking you can help them and you just may not feel like you're a good fit or you're best suited mm -hmm. to help them. And yeah. that's not the end of the world because you can't save everyone, unfortunately. And there's someone else that can save that person, but it just might not be you. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is something, you know, a self-awareness that a mm -hmm. lot of us have to have in us. And I, and I know that yeah. is the application. Mm -hmm. Ideally, I'm like, yeah, these, I, I know a lot of things, but it's the actual applying it to my life that makes it like, I don't, 
I want to try to be everything mm-hmm. for everyone, you know, right. mm-hmm. but I know that I can't be. Yeah. And there's moments where I step back and I kind of like feel like I go into my show because I feel like I can't, I don't know what to do. I don't mm-hmm. know how to be there for this person that I care about. So I just mm-hmm. like kind of seclude myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't do that either. That's not healthy. Like, why yeah. am I doing this? But sometimes you need to recharge, you know Definitely. what I mean? In order to step back and be whoever you presently want to be for people, you know? And I feel like people don't give themselves room to recharge or to say that it's okay or to, to disconnect. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people feel like they always have to be tapped in for everyone, but it's kind of like, well, what about you? Exactly. So it's, it's, it's weird. Um, okay. So I guess the next question, um, is, well, you kind of answered this, but I'll ask you again. Do you feel like it's a selfish act or is it selfless? I think it's selfless, mm-hmm. whether it's reactive or something, what's the opposite of reactive? Something that you prepare for. <laughs> <laughs> something you prepare for. <laughs> like the initial action, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that you, like it's not selfish, you know, yeah. simply because unless you're a selfish person, in which case you're not self-preservating. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like That's just being selfish. Exactly. Like. Like, I mean, you give too much. You know you give too much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like us as women, we tend to give too much. Like, yeah. So it's like... Even more than we have. It's more. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times. And it's like, it's just <clears throat> taken for granted. Just yeah. give, give me more. Give, give me, me more. Give, give me, give me. me. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I just kind of keep pushing that it's not selfish. Like, you really have to think about it. You're not really... It's not tit for tat. I'm not mm-hmm. taking away something in hopes that you understand what you're losing. No, I'm taking away myself Mm -hmm. from this interaction and giving Mm -hmm. myself peace of mind because I deserve that. That's important. You know, and as we get older, all these things that could affect us, life, Mm -hmm. things out of our control, and that's the main thing about humans, we want to be in control. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing we can control is ourselves in that respect. So, Mm -hmm. like, why not? Yeah. I'm noticing, I don't know about you, as I'm getting older, the things that used to bother me don't bother me no more. Mm-hmm. And the things that I used to give energy to, I don't really give a shit about no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, to an extent, that's self-preservation as well. It's that's just amazing. about knowing what deserves your energy and what doesn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know. It's weird. I kind of feel like, like you said, it's like about setting those limits and boundaries for ourselves. Um, and I just want people to know that it's okay to have boundaries. like Because if you don't have it, um, people will never have something to abide by or something to respect. Definitely. And you got to protect that because other people won't. Definitely. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, I feel like it's just if you're not someone that has known that you needed self-preservation, um, you won't know how to practice it. But it has to have a different definition for each person. Definitely. You know, so I don't know. Um, okay, so I'd like to provide ways that people can practice self-preservation. So for suggestions, I have saying no. Um, There's nothing, there's no way to say no in a manner that is not, you know, like respectful (laughs) or, well, I mean, there is a way, but um, (laughs) you could be respectful, you could be peaceful and dignified and still say no as a means of self-preserving. It's empowering, you know what I mean? Um, And you start to feel like in control of your own life when you can empower yourself. I don't think people realize that. You know, and um, it's like we're giving respect and permission pretty much to take care of ourselves. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yes. okay, I guess I could ask you, has it has this been empowering for you? Yes. There's, <laughs> there's times I'm just like, you, I don't care. I don't, 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to. And it's just, I always knew that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I always, like, I always left room for certain people, though. I always, mm-hmm. like, you know, this these two people, they're top tier. Yeah. Whatever they want, they got. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, one of them don't need to be top tier at right. all. It's not necessary. Exactly. Just because we're family doesn't mm-hmm. mean that. Just because we're family that shared things together because that's really what was the difference it's like i have other family members yeah Yeah. you know i don't have nothing against them but you know i felt like you should be my person and this person's my person right Mm -hmm. but one of them is only my person Mm -hmm. like that and my my grandmother yeah i I know (laughs) so everybody has their person honestly exactly and i just like and one thing i came to mind like it's funny that you said like people we need to set our boundaries but for me i feel find that and it's annoyed people. Mm-hmm. But I'll like try to help you with your boundary setting. And like when it's like, I feel like you're just giving me too much certain access that mm-hmm. I wouldn't give to you. It's really what I wouldn't give back. Right. I have trouble accepting what I won't give back. Mm-hmm. So that's it's why I try. Now. Exactly. I try mm-hmm. to tell you where mm-hmm. I'm coming from. That's why I said I think I annoy my friends because I'm too <laughs> honest sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care, but this is why I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like your feelings aren't valid because they are, mm-hmm. but mine's are as well. And mm-hmm. I just don't care. Yeah. But I care about you. You know what I mean? And I, <laughs> and I feel like I always want to drive that home because everybody's feelings is valid. Mm-hmm. Right. And Even if we can't identify with those feelings. Yeah. Exactly. And I just feel like, you know, don't, ex- don't overextend for me. Yeah. Regularly. Mm-hmm. Maybe come through in the clutch, but don't. Yeah. But maybe you should allow people. It's easier it's so said than hard. done. Um, I don't know how to allow allow people to just be there for me because, and it's no shade to anybody in my family who may feel like they've been supportive because you have. Yeah. But I'm used to being the one that people lean on. Yes. So it's like, uh, I don't really want to lean on nobody else <laughs> because I don't know how to identify with that. It's uncomfortable. That's and I get that people need people, but when you get used to only needing yourself, that's kind of what you rely on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, but then I've realized um, it's become a defense mechanism as well mm-hmm. because you have to guard yourself in a way that you may not even realize in order to keep depending on yourself because then you start to wonder if people are going to let you down you know what i mean should you decide to depend on someone so it's complicated but even though i've never well of course like obviously in losing my mom i've you know it's been comforting to have my friends um but i've never really felt like i needed anyone i love to have my friends around but i um it's like a needing you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying um but everything isn't for self you know yeah. it's just it's, it's hard it, it's, it's very it's hard complex. it's like i for me like i want to i want to rely on people mm-hmm. but i just feel like i don't want you to have i don't want to be a burden right. i just i can't mm-hmm. And that's partially why I think I stay to myself a lot mm-hmm. because it's like I feel like people are going to let me down. Yeah. People mm-hmm. do let me down. I feel like I be transparent. You let me down. I'm and it's waiting like, well, to damn, see how things flow. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. down. So it's like what I feel like I tried all the way. I tried and I just I, honestly I, I get frustrated and I just leave the table for a while with certain yeah, things. Yeah, take a break. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it's, I take too long on that break though. Like, I really yeah. close myself. Like, I'm really a closed-off person. Mm-hmm. It's like a shell, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, I just want to go to therapy. Like, I just, I need to find me mm-hmm. a therapist. And I really want to talk to someone about this because mm-hmm. I want to figure out how to move past. I don't want to keep talking about it. Or find that balance, too, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just... 
that's the thing like i always would tell like one of my male friends right black male you know i'm like you should go to like no offense because mm-hmm. i feel like i always got to start with no offense yeah <laughs> you should you should try therapy and it's like oh i talk to my friends i'm like we're biased but i'm biased and sometimes it's a blind leading the blind exactly i said mm-hmm. that it doesn't it's not helpful like right. that's what also brought me back to what you said earlier about you know speaking to your friends and your friends telling you oh you should be a life coach mm-hmm. and it's just like for me i can't see what right. people see so mm-hmm. it's like you know, I'm good, but I don't think, you know, I'm yeah. that great. So right. it's like, it's like, I feel like sometimes my friends need to be a little bit more like, yeah. no, you that know, push. Mm-hmm. exactly. Tell me about myself. I feel like sometimes it's just like, they don't want to be mean or they don't want to hurt my yeah. feelings. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you not being honest, because I'm brutally honest. I'm going to tell yeah. you what it is. You not being that way hurts my feelings. So it also makes me think that you feel as though mm-hmm. me being brutally honest with you is yeah. to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like I, I, I go in and explain myself even deeper. Mm-hmm. Because one thing is I have to try to understand why people were moving the way right. they moved with me. I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. I'm going to give you clarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to know? Yeah. I feel like this is sometimes my struggle because, you know, I have a strong personality <laughs> and I'm very outspoken, but I never want my friends to feel like they have to tiptoe around the truth because maybe they don't know how I'm going to receive it yeah. or how I'm going to respond. Like, I want you to say the things that I don't want to hear. And I want you to have those uncomfortable conversations with me because why not you as opposed to a stranger? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because then if you have a stranger saying something, it's like, well, why didn't any of my friends say this? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Call me out here looking crazy. Like, well, <laughs> call me out on my stuff. Even if I'm not agreeing to your face, I'm going to go home and I'm going to think about it. Definitely. Like, damn, is this true? And maybe ask somebody else, you know? And we need that honesty. You know what I'm saying? I had a random question and it has nothing to do with (laughs) self-preservation, but it has to do with how we're discussing like not being able to lean on others. How has that shown up in your relationships? What relationships? Any girl. Like my my friends and my family. Your intimate relationships. Oh my gosh. Do you feel like... um, Do you feel like it's prevented you from being able to tap in (laughs) it? Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, if this is not something you want no, to talk no, about. No, 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 We could talk about this. Yeah, I just, I wonder. <laughs> um, um, not being able to lean on anybody, how has that affected my intimate relationships? I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's so funny. I was having this conversation with my old coworker today. <laughs> that is, oh my goodness. I was telling him to listen to this. Um, mm-hmm. So basically... I don't, I don't reach out. I'm like very, very like, if you don't hit me up, you won't hear from me. God damn. Uh-huh. Um, there's, there's some, there, you know, there's different people mm-hmm. that will see a different side of me, but even still, I still could be very like, mm-hmm. kind of cold seeming. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're around me, yeah. you get the warmth, which so is in general. Like, do you feel like it's just. Do you feel like that's a way of guarding yourself and not letting someone in completely? Or just like, that's just who you are? Or it's like a combination of both? I think it's a combination of mm-hmm. both. Because whenever I feel like I really like someone, mm-hmm. like I really feel like, damn. I just, a part of me always just know like, nah, it's nothing, it's not going to work out. Why? That's like self-sabotaging. I get it though. I don't, because I don't I know, I don't, it's like, you know, like a lot of times I know a lot of these relationships kind of like, kind of come from like a 
associates or acquaintances. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a mutual acquaintances. I've known you for right. a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. So you'll see me in a certain light. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I when I actually am talking to a guy, I'm not mm -hmm. the same kind You're of person. You're not the same as you shouldn't be, yeah. Exactly. So mm -hmm. I don't really know how to let you see that side, the more right. vulnerable side, because mm -hmm. I just feel like, Ew. <laughs> you feel exposed. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like coolies. But, um, you know, I think it's a thing where practice makes perfect. You know, I just wonder because, like, in my relationship, um, oh, my God. <laughs> in my relationship, his thing was like, let me show up for you. You know, like, let me That's let so you. beautiful. Oh like, my oh, my gosh. And so yeah, it tells me that they want to just. What? But you but you just show or showcase that you might not be able to allow someone to do that, even if that's what they're saying. Okay, so that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I haven't had anyone. So the thing uh -huh. I realized uh -huh. recently, because mm -hmm. I always felt like I don't meet people, which is, it wasn't that. It was the frequency in which I met people. Right, it wasn't okay. very frequent. But now I realize it's the quality of people that I'm meeting. Right. That it's like, I just don't know. Like, you don't. You have to really show me. Mm -hmm. You have to really show me. You have to be consistently right. showing me. And mm -hmm. I feel like no one's ever consistently showing right. me. It's like, sorry, mm -hmm. like words have been thrown out and like, you know, conversations we had years later. It's just like, no, I was really serious. I really wanted to yeah, be but then it's like, like, but ugh. your actions did not show that at all. Yeah. And I'm very action. Me, I know my words could affect people. Like, you know, I think they said. Like, basically, your words could speak life or death yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. I know the power of the tongue. Like, I know that for a fact. Right. So, and even more so now, mm -hmm. I really, like, know the power of the tongue. Yeah. So, that's why I don't really like to speak negatively mm -hmm. or say, like, negative I, thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I understand how words can affect people. But me, I've always been action-based. Like, mm -hmm. growing up, like... I have come to a conclusion about why I have, like, the way I feel about men. Mm -hmm. And there's because, like, no man in my family emotionally has ever shown up for me. Right, okay. So, like, that's one thing for certain. So it's like, I feel like I do attract similar right. mm -hmm. guys to, like, my dad. Like, like people I just feel, like, bad for. Like, I just... Let me just feel like maybe if I love you enough, it'll change. You're the fixer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's like I don't really do anything right. in that. Mm -hmm. Because once I feel like it's not returned or it's not reciprocated, I kind of like, like I said, seclude myself. But I don't ever like cut people completely off. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if you leave, you leave. Right. But there's certain people that's able to come back. And I always mm -hmm. wonder, like, what is that about? Because right. I'm not getting what I need, mm -hmm. what I even want. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I know that there's a feeling there, mm -hmm. you know? And like I was saying, you know, even with people I've wanted to explore those things, it's just like, I don't know how to. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why what you said, he was like, let me just oh, show up to me. It's just yeah. like, okay, if you say it, because you obviously have identified that, like you mm -hmm. said, he's a thinker, he's a deep thinker. Mm -hmm. And you're observing things, right. which helps you think. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, he's seeing this mm -hmm. with you. So he, you know, like here's an idea let me try it this mm -hmm. way you know what I mean so that's my thing for someone to really sit there and read you and try to really figure out how they could fit into your life mm -hmm. and what they could bring to your life and like have mm -hmm. a plan for what they yeah. could bring that's just 
see. Oh, <laughs> it's so nice. I'm so happy for you. Um, it, but it's just more so like being able to acknowledge that because mm-hmm. also like I like you said, um, guys have later on said to you like, okay, I really wanted that, and I feel like sometimes with guys not saying women don't do it, but it's like the intention and what you intend to happen isn't necessarily what shows up in your actions. And I feel like sometimes they don't recognize like, ah, what I needed you to show me didn't really match up with what you were telling me, you know? And that's like, uh. so it's like, you know, well, my boyfriend, I try to make sure that I am vulnerable enough to let him show Your me. Your face is like. Cause it's just like, I don't know how to allow somebody to be this person to me. It's well, practice. How long have you guys been dating? Uh, we've Officially. Long, we've, okay. There I'm, we go. Cause we know you be knowing people. I've known, well, we've known of each other since high school. Okay. So I know mm. that's long. Um, so I don't know what that means, but officially on record on the books in my mind who knows in his because you know women keep track of dates and then don't um two months (laughs) so it's very fresh okay but you know he came back around at a time down putting all my business out there um he came back around at a time like when my mom passed Mm -hmm. so i was like okay um either this is the wrong time and i'm extremely vulnerable and hopefully not lonely or he's right on time you know so it was like trying to decipher like is he right on time um, is this what I need? You know, did I lose someone? And is he there to comfort me? Mm-hmm. And am I willing to allow him to do that? You know oh what gosh, I mean? This is what I'm saying. So it was like, um, am I willing to allow him to do that? And can I depend on someone to hold me down in that way when I just lost one of the most important people to me? So it's like, I'm treading lightly with someone that's saying walk fast. Or mm-hmm. someone that's saying, like, just walk. This is not quicksand. This is concrete. This shit is hard. You know what I mean? So it's a, a process of trusting this shit each and every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And trying not to get in my head. Yeah. And knowing that, okay, I'm the strong friend. I'm the strong woman. But I won't always have to be the strong girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's tough. So it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. Like, maybe, like, I'm, like, really spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to offend no, none of your yeah, listeners. People have different beliefs. I know. Them. And sometimes I feel a little annoyed when people try to, re- you know, make it more religious, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, I'm than spiritual. spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, you know, when one life leaves, another life, first of all, born. Yeah. One. So I also believe, like, especially when it comes to moms, mm-hmm. that they're... It's like they're sending someone for you. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I feel like you know, I feel like you know, they're sending somebody for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that you say that. Uh huh. Like I really got chills. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. I feel fine. like you with you even trying, you know, because you could have pushed that you away. Mm-hmm. You could push that away, especially during this time. But mm-hmm. you even trying, I think that's says something also with you saying you don't realize the progress you made until you're in the middle of things. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, just for you acknowledging this, like, it's, it's, it's pretty it's it's, nice. But you know what? It's so funny that you say that to me because somebody said like, all right, uh, what are the odds that you lose a Capricorn and get a Capricorn? Your mom was a Capricorn? Mm-hmm. Wow. Girl, tried and true. Lord. <laughs> no offense <laughs> wow, to Wow, I didn't know that. That says a lot, so though. So somebody was like, what are the chances that you lose a Capricorn and get a Capricorn? And I was like, I don't know. So I don't know, but you know, um, you know, like I said, well, my original thought is just trying not to feel like I have to be strong at all times. You know what I mean? So, yes. Yes. 
I guess. It leads uh-huh. to health ailments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's why, like, I feel like, you know, the previous generations didn't, couldn't tell us how to do this. Mm-hmm. But they went through it, you yeah. know? So it's like, I feel like it's up to us to kind of help them next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or those around us. Let it have, like, kinda, a domino effect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's real. It's not something that other cultures experience. Mm-hmm. Like, mental health is real. And the stuff that black people experience is way different Ooh, and it's gonna cause right it now, and it's it's, it's 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 pt it's like you know post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. like but it's like ongoing it's yeah. like we're still it's like mm-hmm. crazy it's like we go through stuff and it's not to discredit anybody else's stuff but we go through shit. yes and it's like right when you feel like you're in the process of getting over something traumatic something else traumatic happens exactly it's like somebody ripping the scab and the band-aid off of a wound that was just starting to heal so it's just yeah, uh, some alcohol on it and this is why i've been like heavy on things that can help our mental health i want to help everyone's but i'm talking about ours exactly because there's a lot of resources that we don't know are available to us or we don't have access to or there are people that don't look like us and it's intimidating and it's also a lot to say that i'm not okay you know what i mean i'm going through some stuff and i don't know what it is exactly. and it's like sometimes if your family can identify how they haven't been through the same thing or they're just not willing to say i went through this as well you feel alone so there's a lot of us that are suffering in silence and we don't know who to turn to or where to start you know what i mean so it's like yeah i'm he- i'm heavy on the mental health matters but i'm heavier on the minority mental health matters you know Very what true. i'm saying because it's like Who's going to tap into us if not us? But how can we help others heal if we haven't figured out our healing process? So it's... it's and, and the and the actual implementing it, you know, because mm-hmm. some of us we figure it out. Yeah, we're like, no, this work. is wrong. We, we're not supposed to do it because going for self feels so wrong mm-hmm. when you were conditioned to kind of feel like you're supposed to take care Absolutely. of everybody and putting that to use. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, so it's I don't know. Um, okay, so as far as my last few things in terms of. Um, practicing self-preservation I put accepting help from others if it makes things a bit easier on you so I guess mm-hmm. again not being the strong person <laughs> um, and then taking time to heal and acknowledge the need for healing you know what I mean um, and sometimes people don't know what that looks like um, so it's just like give yourself that permission to figure out what your healing looks like because it's different for everybody and then I put um, know your limits like um, not anyone else's limits for you but yours because people have their limits of what they think you can take and withstand, but you have to yes. have your own yes, and yes, make yes. people respect those. And um, just give yourself the green light to engage in preservation. Um, do you have anything you want to add on in terms of practicing it that um, I missed out on? No, I think you touched on everything <laughs> rather well. I mean, just do it. Yeah. You have to do it. Like, there's no, I'm going to start. No, you have to mm-hmm. do it and you have to keep doing it. Don't ever feel like, oh, I, you know, at this and I took care of it and I could walk away from it no you might find that you have to readdress it and that can be the frustrating part because you're like was I not clear maybe I didn't (laughs) say it in a way that they could understand where I'm coming from but you know you made your stance clear Mm -hmm. and they heard you yeah they heard you heavy on the they heard you oh my gosh like they heard you yes now what they take away from what you said that's on them exactly Mm -hmm. and once you see what they took away from it, mm-hmm. the next move is on you. Right. It could be in your favor, it could not be in your favor. But once you've stated where you come from and the person's heard you, mm-hmm. it's kind of up to you what's the next step if Absolutely. it's not going in your favor mm-hmm. because you have a choice now. Right. You've always had the choice, but sometimes you gotta touch base again. Mm-hmm. Like I had a situation that happened recently and I was just 
like so floored mm -hmm. because like so, like I said sometimes I certain people I don't want to talk to you about certain right. things mm -hmm. I just want to let it reads over and you leave me alone and I don't talk to you whatever yeah but I basically felt like you know I had to retouch on a subject that I felt like I said from jump mm -hmm. and I'm like this is like if I was working at a company if I get a job and I'm supposed to get these benefits that I never got in the beginning mm -hmm. when I come to you because now we're renegotiating. Right. And I tell you about my stance. Should I stay at this job that's not giving me all the benefits they promised me in the beginning? It's mm -hmm. The pay is trash. Mm -hmm. It's a job. It's a, literally a job. Or should I go elsewhere where my talents would be recognized and I'll be well compensated for heard. it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes you got to put it in the context of money. Right. For people, for them people to, understand. Seem to understand money more exactly. than anything else, and it's so wild sometimes because mm -hmm. it's like you could have two situations that are similar, parallel mm -hmm. situ situations, and the person like this, the roles are swapped, and the person right. can't see where they're wrong or they're right. Mm -hmm. So it's like mm -hmm. it's so mind boggling. So sometimes I'm like, all right, let's talk about money, right. so you can get where I'm coming from. And now from. they tapped in, and it's so wild, especially when you so because people wild. are slaves to money. Yeah, it's so wild. Like literally, I was me and a friend was talking about um Cardi B and Offset. They, oh lord, okay. I'm, like, I'm sorry, just really quickly. <laughs> no, but he fine. understood. Like he understood Cardi's standpoint. He's like, why would she stay? He's been embarrassing her for years. Like she has money. It's not like she needs his money. Like right. he, the way he was explaining it. But it's just like you're the same guy that would treat a woman a certain kind of way. So right. it's so wild to me that you, you people can pinpoint things in others but not in themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what I fear for me. That's mm -hmm. why I want my friends to be brutally honest with me. Because it's like, that's exactly how I feel. And when I spoke to you about the things I spoke to you about, like, I remember one time you told me. And it was oh, about Lord. this. You was just like, why oh, does it, God. like, why does why does that, how does that affect you? Like, what does it have to do with you? And I'm just like, no, because damn. of the But you were like, I remember we was in David Buster's. <laughs> damn. And I was like, damn, she's right. It, it does it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that would, I would want to say that was like one of the moments where I really started to like look at that relationship and my place in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when things really kind of started right. to even start changing. And just kind of seeing like, well, how does this really affect you? Like, what, is, what does it really take or bring to you? Exactly. Easier it said than taking. done. Because it's like sometimes we get m more emotionally involved in a situation than we're physically involved in it. And then what is necessary in general. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But I think that's it. Yeah. Andrea, thank you for joining me. Thank you for I definitely me. thought about another episode that I could have you on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know how we started talking about <laughs> grief and losing a parent? Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a very uncomfortable topic but i think you said some valuable things that people need to hear okay wonderful. so thank you for joining me um yeah. i definitely you know like i want to tell people like move at your own timing make self-preservation self a thing for you defined by you um and just have patience with yourself and compassion um do you want to tell people where to find you or do you want to remain uh, classified. It's I'll up to be you. classified until <laughs> the, the next episode if That's I make a second appearance. Fine. Okay. Um, but you know, those of your listeners that know me, right? They know, how to <laughs> they know find me. You. Yeah. So okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for giving us a bit of your time. Uh, thank you for listening with an open mind and an open heart, of course. Uh, if you're not following me already, head over and do that. My Instagram is at part of my chic. P a r d o n dot m y dot chic chic my twitter handle is the same uh, if you have any questions about anything you can dm me drop me a comment email me 
My email is coffee.no.creampodcast at gmail.com. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>